Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Flourish Heights podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, and today we have a special bonus episode. It is our 50th milestone. That means this episode is officially our 50th. And I don't even know how we got here to this point, but I'm just so glad we did because I can truly say that this experience has been transformative, not only to myself, but also to our community. The topics that we share on this podcast are so vital for women, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to break barriers and the stigma, the taboo around women's bodies. And through the collaboration of our special guests, who are all leaders in women's health, nutrition, and and wellness, we are empowering people every single day from all over the world. So this is literally the best feeling ever, and I wouldn't trade it. So happy 50th episode to the Flourish Heights podcast. Woohoo! And I want to say thank you all for joining us on our incredible journey towards better health and wellness for women. As we celebrate this milestone, I wanted to share a bit about why I became a women's health dietitian because I'm sure you want to know. And it's been a while since we've done an episode, you know, kind of sharing a little bit about myself and our work. And I want us to reflect on four of our top episodes that have made an impact on me and our audience and that have actually had the most downloads and listens. Yes, yes, yes. And of course, stay tuned for our Ask the RD segment where I'll be answering seven of your burning questions about women's health and nutrition. So thank you guys for submitting your questions on Instagram. If you're not following us there already, please do. We are at Flourish Heights on Insta. Also, this is your chance, ladies, to support our work. So please help us celebrate episode 50 by leaving a podcast rating and review. This will help us reach more and more women. Yes, I'm talking to you. Let me be real here, guys. Ratings and reviews are really hard to get, and it really does go a long way. So if you've been listening, if you love any of our episodes, if they've been impactful, um, please just take a moment to leave a review. That would be amazing. We also just love sharing your feedback in our episodes, so please do that for us. And this Friday, we have a giveaway on Instagram the next couple days, so please, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm, I'm not going to tell you guys what we're giving away. You have to be following us to see what we're giving away. But let me tell you, it's going to be really good. Why on earth did I become a women's health dietitian? And if you haven't heard in any of our episodes, our trailer episode, well, now is the time to learn a little bit more about your host. And so why did I become a women's health dietitian? Well, at the age of 16, I discovered my passion and love for nutrition. It really just came out of nowhere, honestly. And it wasn't until I was searching for the right college a few years later that I learned about the role of a registered dietitian. So growing up, I faced body image challenges. I just did not like my hair texture, my skin complexion, my body size. I was always just the thicker, curvier girl out of the bunch. Um, 
And so I was just struggling with negative thoughts about my appearance overall. And as I delved into sports, yes, I ran track. Your girl ran track. And I did cheer. I was a cheerleader. I don't care if you don't consider cheerleading as a sport, but I do. And so I became more conscious of food. I realized how much impact nutrition had on our overall well-being and disease prevention, especially with diabetes and high cholesterol, which are very prevalent in my in my own community. And so I just knew I wanted to be a voice in my community, empowering people to take charge of their health and wellness through nutrition education. I loved science. I loved learning and food and nutrition just provided like that perfect combination or that perfect path for me to pursue. And fast forward to today, I am a women's health dietitian. I'm the founder of Flourish Heights and I created this platform that really helps women develop a healthy relationship with food and build confidence in their bodies. So we focus on crucial but very often overlooked topics like the menstrual cycle, periods, hormones, nutrition, wellness, body literacy, and so much more. This journey to becoming a dietitian really led me to work with various clients and counseling women on nutrition. Some of my clients are listening to this episode. Hey, guys. (laughs) And I noticed that many women face hormone-related issues, and I just felt the need to do more as a practitioner to really help my clients improve their quality of life through nutrition and lifestyle. And this realization, along with my own personal experiences of, you know, knowing someone that is close to me, she struggled with fibroids, um, that kind of drove me into diving a little deeper into the topic or specialty area of women's health. But also apart from just working with women with hormone-related conditions, I do work with women who have diabetes or prediabetes. Maybe they're trying to get pregnant or are already pregnant, um, postpartum, breastfeeding, et cetera have conditions like iron deficiency anemia or high cholesterol or or maybe follow certain dietary patterns, whether vegetarian, um, et cetera. And with the lack of representation in the women's health dietitian space, especially for women of color, I just felt compelled to play my part in addressing this gap. So I pursued advanced training in functional nutrition, uh, specifically focusing on women's health to just offer holistic solutions for hormone-related conditions. And with just 2.3% of black dietitians in the United States, I am just so passionate. I'm so committed to being a voice and advocate for women of color and just women, period, and and just empowering them to live abundantly through better health and well-being. I have been a dietitian for about eight years. I do a lot. Um, I'm a consultant. I consult with brands. I worked in the media. I freelance write. Um, Of course, I, you know, manage the page for Heights on Instagram and do so much. I really am passionate. I'm so excited about the work that I do every single day. Um, So I have been in the world of nutrition and, and health for more than a decade, but I've been a dietitian for eight years. My goal really is to make a positive impact on women's lives and contribute to a healthier, more inclusive wellness community, Um, especially with all the misinformation out there. It's really confusing to navigate, you know, what's true, what's not, what diet you should be following, how you should be eating and et cetera and so forth. So through Flourish Heights, I really strive to empower women to embrace their unique health journey um, and thrive in all aspects of their lives and purpose. Um, And with the Flourish Heights podcast, It has become the perfect platform to share evidence-based information, expert interviews, and stories that inspire women to prioritize their overall well-being. 
So that's it in a nutshell. Um, now that you know a little bit about me and my journey to becoming a women's health dietitian, let's dive into the four, the top four episodes that have had the most listens from our listeners and downloads and the ones that I really, truly loved and enjoyed. The first one is episode 19, Is Your Relationship with Food Complicated? This was an episode where we brought on eating disorder coach Giovanni and we discussed the complexities of our relationship with food, including emotional eating, disordered eating patterns, body image issues, etc., which all of you guys resonated with, which is why it was one of the most downloaded episodes. So clearly we all have our own challenges and, you know, kinks with our food and body relationship. This was such a great episode. We had such a great time together. I even shared my own experiences with disordered eating as a teenager and and Giovanni provided valuable insights and tips on how you can improve your relationship with food and promote a healthier mindset around eating. So if you haven't listened to this episode, I know it was a while back, 19, the episode 19, scroll down a bit and give it a listen. You're going to love it and it's going to be worth your time. So yeah, I feel like we can never stop talking about this. So I definitely need to have Giovanni back so we can tackle, you know, other topics around eating disorders and disordered eating, etc. Because it's like so taboo, especially like in the BIPOC community. Black people don't talk about it like that. Latino people, Asian people, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it, but it's like so common. I used to work in a eating disorder facility for a very short time. And majority of the people that were there that were patients were Caucasian. So just goes to say, and also those kind of residential places. I mean, there's so much money and there's just so many things that make it complex. So yeah, that's, that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother topic. But yeah, anyway. Next up is episode 38, Can a Vaginal Health Gummy Balance Your pH? Okay, guys, this was actually one of my favorite episodes. It was released after our girl Kourtney Kardashian launched her vaginal health gummy, making claims that her product, her specific supplement, can balance your pH. It can help with odor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do you remember this, guys, from a few months back? Um, it was just a bunch of BS, honestly. Um, but yeah, this was a solo episode that I did. And honestly, I, I had a ball doing it. The prep for this episode took forever because I had to do a lot of research on the ingredients in her product. I had to look at the specific claims. I had to look into the science and the research so that I can share my expert nutrition review and advice. And hopefully none of you guys went to buy her supplements after the episode. But if you did, I'm not judging. Just listen to the episode when you get a chance and see if this is really something you think you want to keep taking or you can live without hopefully more on the live without side of things but yeah I love my girl Courtney I saw that she's pregnant which is incredible I know she's been you know struggling with fertility um, and so seeing that she's pregnant is warms my heart you know Um, because I love that she was very transparent about her story but yeah celebrities need to do better when it comes to these kinds of things They have a large platform and I feel like they should use it responsibly. I know it's all about making money and profiting and they have amazing marketing teams that make products look pretty, but can it be detrimental or is it a waste of your time? Most of these products, yes, absolutely yes. 
All right. The third episode is episode 10. Does your vagina need rehab with Dr. Janelle Howell, also known as Vagina Rehab Doctor, which you may already be following on Instagram. I love Janelle. I met her. She came to our event last year. We had a summit, Bloom Summit in D.C., where we had 200 plus people who attended. We focused on fertility and fertility and body image. And she attended the event. She flew all the way from Chicago to be there. So I have mad love for this human being. She is so passionate about getting information out there about pelvic floor, vaginal health. Um, These are all really fun, exciting topics not only and not only that she's hilarious have you seen any of her videos online i love when she brings her dad to instagram he makes these videos she'll ask him like oh like you know can you share the anatomy of the vagina and he'll just start making all these like points and recommendations anyway just it's so funny you have to see it so you can know exactly what i'm talking about but she debunks myths around feminine hygiene how to have better sex the libido everything in between i really need to bring her back on the podcast also And now she has her own podcast. So follow her for more tips around sexual health. I think if when we have our next event in the future, sometime, maybe next year, um, Janelle and I will have to partner up to do something because we just have like a great vibe when we're together. We just laugh about just a bunch of stuff and it's always a good time. I feel like we'd be the perfect duo for an event in the future. So stay tuned for that. I don't know what city it will be in, but yeah, stay tuned. Okay, so I saved the best for last, episode 44, Nine Health Questions Every Woman Should Ask Her Mother, which was launched in lieu of Women's Health Month, and hands down, I had the best special guest in the entire world, Mama Flourish, also known as my very own mother, okay? Obviously, this was my favorite episode, and somehow I convinced her to come to the podcast. I still think about that, like, oh my goodness, I've got my mom on this podcast, and we just had a great time. We didn't even prep in advance we just literally winged it I remember it was such a busy day we were so tired and we were like all right well we have to do this podcast because Mother's Day is coming it's Women's Health Month let's get it out the way and she had a great time she killed it all the advice and guidance that she shared was amazing I love her she is an OG nurse an educator health educator and is so passionate about the community and helping others and I am literally the woman that I am today because of her like it's like everything she is like just brushed off on me so I just I love this lady if you haven't listened to the episode check it out episode 44 so that you can learn about the questions that is so important to talk to your mother about you know this episode covered family medical history reproductive health and self-care practices passed down through the generations and why it's so important to know and understand the health of your mom and any family any female relative so that you can you know, be informed so you can make better decisions for your health and preventative measures and so forth. So if you haven't listened again, check it out. Episode 44. These four episodes did incredible. You all loved it, which is why they all had the most downloads and listens from you. So thank you once again. I can't wait to see like what the next top episodes are going to be in the next 50 plus episodes to come. And now to our Ask the RD segment, where I'll be answering seven of your burning questions about women's health and nutrition. You sent in some fantastic questions on Instagram, ranging from premenstrual syndrome to postpartum nutrition, etc. And I picked seven of them. 
because I only have time and energy for seven, but I'll save the rest for another episode and I am going to be sharing my insights with you guys. So the first question I received was, what are some nutritious and satisfying snacks that can help with managing hunger and cravings throughout the day? Personally, I am a big snacker. I love snacks. I have so many snack options to share with you, but I'm going to pick a few. I think when it comes to nutritious and satisfying snacks, especially to manage your hunger and cravings, you definitely want to select foods that are higher in protein, healthy fats, some fiber. Those are going to help you be satisfied and full until your next meal. Greek yogurt and berries are fantastic. Hummus with veggie sticks or crackers. Um, Those are really great options. Also, I love it with pita bread. Oh my goodness, best combination, especially when the pita bread is warm. Yum. Or mixed nuts. Personally, I love walnuts or pistachios. Almonds, those are like my top favorite nuts. You can also try seeds like chia seeds are also really great flax seeds. Popcorn is also a wonderful snack option for you to try out. If you're someone that loves boiled eggs, you can always pair it with like, you know, a vegetable or a fruit, like an apple. If you're looking for ways to increase your fruit and vegetable intake, always have them at snack time. So hopefully those are some options that you can try out. Let me know how you like them. All right, the second question. I've heard about the benefits of probiotics for gut health, but how can they specifically impact women's health, including vaginal health? Okay, so probiotics can positively impact women's health by promoting a healthy gut microbiome. So it's increasing the good bacteria in your gut to ward off disease. And by doing that, it can lead to improved digestion. It can help reduce the risk of urinary tract infections. It can also help to reduce yeast infection. So we want to make sure that we are doing our best to incorporate probiotic-rich foods. There's so many. Yogurt is one of them. Um, Or through a supplement that is approved by your doctor and dietitian. I did an episode all about probiotics. So scroll down and find it out. I have so much information on there from what food sources provide probiotics to um, prebiotics and also what supplements are the best, how to select the right probiotic supplement. So check it out. Number three, are there specific dietary recommendations to support bone health and prevent osteoporosis, especially as I age? I love that this question was asked because I feel like nobody really cares about bone health until like you're menopausal or like you're in your 50s, 60s, etc. But it's really important that now, whether you're in your 20s or in your 30s or in your you're in your 40s, you start to think about how you can optimize your your bone health. And so to support bone health and prevent osteoporosis, I think it's really important for you to consume or focus on consuming calcium-rich foods like dairy products or leafy greens, fortified plant-based milks, um, along with vitamin D sources like fatty fish, eggs, fortified cereals. Um, These specific nutrients are so important, but there are others that do support bone health as well, like vitamin K, um, like, let me think, oh my gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, Magnesium also helps to support bone health and just so much more. So getting enough protein, protein is really important to support your your muscles to then support your bones. Um, So those are some things that you should be mindful of um, as you work to support your bones. The fourth question 
Are there any specific foods or nutrients that can help manage hormonal imbalances such as PCOS or irregular periods? So for those who don't know, PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. I also did an episode all about it. Um, And so to answer the question, I would say foods that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids, um, especially found in fatty fish like salmon, sardines, um, those types of foods and also anti-inflammatory foods like berries and leafy greens can help to manage hormonal imbalances and conditions like PCOS or regular periods. Um, But definitely check out some other episodes because I go into depth. And of course, it's going to be individualized. Um, Everybody's body is totally different. So there may be certain things that you would need more of or certain nutrients that you may need more of compared to others. So if you do have PCOS or you have irregular periods, definitely work with your, you know, your doctor, your OBGYN and also a dietitian a fertility doctor, a hormone specialist, um, like an endocrinologist, these people should be part of your healthcare team for sure. Number five, I'm interested in incorporating more superfoods into my diet. Which ones are particularly beneficial and how can I use them in my meals? Okay, so I guess superfoods meaning like nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense foods. So whole foods from fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, um, whole grains, those kinds of foods you want to incorporate into your diet more, beans and legumes, there's so many different options. So berries, spinach, quinoa, they all have high nutrient content. Incorporate them in your meals. These are all versatile foods. Like you can have, you know, berries or seeds in your smoothies or use, you know, spinach in your salads and you can go for whole grain, whole grains like quinoa or, you know, going for whole, whole wheat bread stuff like that so um yeah those are a few things that you can do but for me personally i love adding beans um beans are so packed with fiber and protein and they're so versatile so they can fit into a number of recipes from stews to soups to grain bowls to salads and so much more so if you're looking for a way to add more super superfoods into your diet definitely add more beans and legumes okay i love white beans i'm also a fan of black beans and kidney beans. So yeah, definitely try it out. All right. The sixth question, what are the best dietary strategies to manage common PMS symptoms like bloating, mood swings, and cravings? Okay. I don't know if I can answer all of this in the most simplest form because it is very complex and it's going to be case by case. And for some of these things may require more interventions, but just generally um, to manage PMS symptoms, Number one, work with your provider, like an OBGYN, and also work with a dietitian who can give you a personalized um, nutrient recommendations that you should consider. You will want to opt for balanced meals, including, you know, complex carbs, lean proteins, healthy fats, avoid excessive sodium, excessive added sugars, a lot of caffeine, which can contribute to bloating and even mood swings. You want to eat regularly throughout the day to help support your mood and energy, um, which can play a big role in just your emotional um, wellness. And so those are some things that you should consider selecting healthy fats, you know, choosing like olive oil, going for nuts and seeds, you know, adding more fatty fish into your eating routine. This can help to support hormone health as a whole and help with all the PMS symptoms. Um, But all in all, work with a dietitian who can really understand your nutrient needs and help support you in that arena. 
All right. And lastly, number seven, what are some practical ways to balance a plant-based diet and ensure I'm getting all the essential nutrients, including iron and protein? Okay. Balancing a plant-based diet can absolutely be achieved by incorporating a variety of protein sources like legumes and tofu and quinoa or, um, you know, while ensuring adequate iron intake through foods like fortified cereals and lentils and leafy greens. But if you are vegetarian or vegan or pescatarian, Definitely work with your doctor to get your labs done, especially to look at things like iron, your B12 level, um, and then work with a dietitian to make sure that you are reaching optimal levels of these specific nutrients. You want to make sure you're having enough protein and enough um, calcium, enough iron, all these different types of foods to support your overall health that, you know, primarily come from animal products. Um, There's definitely ways to do it. And also they may recommend a supplement. I find that a lot of vegans and vegetarians are on a supplement of some sort so yes work with a dietitian work with your doctor for your labs so you can live your most healthiest life following a plant-based diet okay this was actually really fun i loved answering your questions so thank you ladies for submitting your questions for our ask the rd segment Before we wrap up, I want to express my gratitude to our incredible community for your unwavering support and engagement throughout these 50 episodes. I remember when we put our first episode out, Five Signs You Are Not Eating Enough, and it was like, it went crazy. And since then, you guys have been so supportive. So thank you so much. It's your enthusiasm, your dedication that really keeps me motivated to continue to create these meaningful episodes to empower you and all the women worldwide. As we look forward to the next 50 episodes, I am super excited to explore even more topics that are taboo or overlooked related to women's health and well-being with the leaders in this industry. That is a wrap for our 50th episode on the Flourish Heights podcast. Thank you again for being a part of this journey. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of the episodes, any of the 50 episodes we've recorded and released, don't forget to subscribe, rate, share it with a friend, and leave a review. And I mean it, guys, at least to celebrate our 50th milestone. Please do me a big favor and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Remember, ladies, it's so important to take care of yourself because you deserve it. Okay. All right. It was so great chatting with you guys. This episode was so much fun. I will catch you on our next episode. And until then, keep flourishing.